Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, also a junior editor at that Website known as Mr. S- I'm going to start this again. No, don't start it again. They got most of the information. Carry on. All of those things are true of this podcast, which we're on. With me is my co-host, Nick Mason. Hooray! I like the dead-eyed look that you have when you start doing that now. You never really looked, you know? Yeah. Just look, and it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just kind of black out. But I think yeah. I'm going to be more present during that, clearly, because I, I'm, I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. A few people have asked, have you been watching the World Cup FIFA Cup? No. Me neither. Yeah, but people get people get super fired up about My it. My Facebook feed is a lot of it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We won or didn't win? No, we didn't win. We didn't win. We were beaten by Chile. I know that much. Oh, well. Because people tweeted at us specifically to say <laughs> that we didn't win. Guess what, guys? We're not on the team. We didn't make the cut this year. Sorry. Next time. Next time. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Four years on, we'll only be stronger. So absolutely, we'll yeah. be ready. Not weaker. We're not certainly. getting older and weaker. No, no. no. All right. Now, Mason, the... Uh, the other day, I, I pulled a muscle in my neck. Rolling over in bed, so I think you know, <laughs> think ages. ages I, I, I like to, to think tumble roll, like were you doing like a big tumble roll? Yeah, I was doing, yeah, tumble roll. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, bad news for Star Wars, Mason. Oh, here we go. Good news for us, though. Yes, Harrison Ford, our, our grumpy Gramps. Our grumpy Gramps, Harrison Ford. You tweeted me this specifically. Yes. Uh, I can read the official statement if Please. you like. I'd like to hear um, it. The Han Solo actor fell to the ground in agony. This is during shooting or around that time, I assume. Of Star Wars 7. Of Star Wars 7. And medics uh, assessed him on the M stage at the studio close to the spaceship in the Millennium Falcon. He was <laughs> taken by stretcher onto a helicopter for further treatment. The official Disney statement is, Ford sustained an ankle injury during filming on the set, blah, blah, blah. He was taken to local hospital and is receiving care. Shooting will continue as planned. While he recuperates. Mm. So this is Pinewood Studios in England. Yes. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of different reports came out. People were like, oh, he crushed his ankle and yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like a door fell on it or something. What? Like a, I, I heard, knew that one. Like I heard like a roller door like landed on it. <laughs> okay. So my, my feeling is he gets, this, this injury happens. He gets onto the, he's put on the stretcher. He's put in the helicopter. It's flying away. He can have only one of two thoughts, right? One of them is, I knew it! Or, I did it. <laughs> right? Because either, he's like, oh, I don't want to do any other Star Wars, I don't want to do any other Star Wars. And then, like, Disney, like, one of their accounts shows up and he's just like, here's a check, I'm just going to write a one, and then I'm just going to keep writing zeros after the one until you agree to be in this film. Or fall asleep. Or fall asleep, right? And then he's agreed and he's like, I'm st- I don't want to do this. And then, 
he's like, oh, but the fans love it, and I gotta, you know, whatever, and it's the legacy, and people would really enjoy seeing me in it. And he then he gets on set and he breaks his ankle, and he's like, oh, I knew it. I had I had a bad feeling about this. That's the thing you might good. say. And yeah. then, or he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take the giant check. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna take a dive. Because FIFA style, FIFA style, <laughs> soccer style, soccer style. Yeah, um, because like, and I, you know, he he seems like a, you know, he's probably a decent enough guy. Sure, yeah. That that might, maybe the cynical part of my brain takes over immediately, and I'm like, that's what you do. Like, if you hated this franchise, you're forced to be in it. Yeah, yeah. You take the money, you agree to be in it. People are like, oh, he's he's gonna be in it. He's a hero again. You take the dive. You're like, well, I would be in it, but I can't. Exactly. So... And, and he wouldn't have to do many of the stunts now. Right, right, right. Well, this is what happened on Temple of Doom. Mm. He threw his back out, and most of it's not him, except right. for up close. It's like another guy. Nice. He's a genius. He is a genius. He's the least hardworking man in Hollywood. And now, these days, he doesn't even have... Like, they just have to CGI's face on somebody yeah. else's body. It Christopher Lee. Christopher well, Lee, yeah. The, <laughs> That's right. Everything Christopher Lee's done since the 80s, oh, before I you CGI. He, I thought you meant he was going to CGI Harrison Ford's face on Christopher Lee's yeah, body. Yeah, sure, why stunts. not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to see, though, now that we've been talking about this, I think it'd be great to see, like, Mike Hamill, Luke Skywalker doing some crazy, like, modern-day like, lightsaber duel stuff. stuff like that. would be great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not too much. I think they took it a bit too far. Right. Like, ever so There were flips three. for flip's sake. There were... For flip's sake... <laughs> So yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I love like that kind of like amped up kind of um mm. Star Wars. The style. kind of the the lightsaber fight where every move would equal death. Yeah, unless you know exactly. Mm. Yeah, great. Or rolled ankles. Rolled definitely some rolled ankles. <laughs> uh, Noah Oldberg, uh, you, you're familiar with him. He's written in before. Yes, indeed. he sent us a, a link to a Har- to called um, Harrison Ford's ankle in its prime. Uh-huh. And it's just like a whole lot of photos of him through his career and on the red carpet with with his ankle, you know. In its oh, prime. that's from. That's from clickhole.com, which is oh, the that's new, the one. Yeah, yeah. it's the new, uh, it's a, it's a BuzzFeed parody, and it's just like, here's 10 interesting photos of chairs, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won't believe how much this stock footage, you won't believe how cheaply we got this stock footage of this woman sitting in a swing, you know, it's that kind of, <laughs> the ultimate. The best one I think is when he's got his foot up on the table in the, um, Tatooine bar, yep. and he's got his sweet ankle on yeah, display, yeah, nice. you know. So yeah, so good. There we go, Mason. Bit of news. Harrison Ford. There's dead. also been circulating on Twitter. It's a it's a photo of Harrison Ford. He's sitting in his Harrison Ford chair, yeah. and he's holding a piece of paper, and it says, "I shot first. Is that an old photo, or is that a new oh, photo? Possibly. I don't know. He's got a goatee, so maybe that's yeah. Does he have an earring? That's a clue. Uh you know, I don't know. He's never been allowed to wear that goatee in a movie, has he? I must have done. I feel like it's some a, sort of Russian. I maybe? think it's a private time goatee. Oh, I don't think okay. it's a, He had a beard in um. The Fugitive. Yep. And that episode of Young Indiana Jones that he was oh, in. Sure. <laughs> you remember the one where he played the saxophone and the snow fell on the... Yes. Doesn't matter. Look it up. I'll remember. But, um, yeah, he's, I don't think he's really been bearded before. Hmm. Well, well. Maybe yeah. now's his time to shine. Now's his time to shine. Or All bristle. Right, in... Say again? Or bristle. Or bristle, yeah. sure. More news? Is there more news? You know there's more news, Mason. Yes. What did you say before the show? What, what should we call this? Barely the news. Roughly the news. Roughly the news. It's, That's it's roughly good. the news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maybe it's right, maybe it's all wrong. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Ain't It Cool News has reported that The Amazing Spider-Man 3 has been pushed from June 10, 2016 to 2017. Ooh. So there's supposed to be a Spider-Man movie every year. Uh-huh. Um, if this is true, it is a rumor, then uh-huh. that stops that, I guess. Now, you know, Spider-Man... It, it stops that arbitrary <laughs> rule that they have developed themselves. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it just yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 just crossed uh, 700 million worldwide. Uh-huh. Which is still pretty good, but lower than the other ones, right. apparently. So, 
they still make money uh-huh. and stuff, but mm, mm. Mm. I think maybe they thought also, I saw this in one of the comic book movie comments, maybe they realized that they have to shoehorn six villains into the next movie. And they need a little bit more time to work out yeah, exactly. how to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. properly. Mm. I mean, because the Spider-Man movies have never been, you know, known to do that well. Right, even right, with right. three, so, mm. you know, remains to be seen. You happy with that or whatever? Whatever, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> we were on a fine line, I think, because if we say... Because a lot of these a lot of these news items are genuinely, well, whatever. Yeah. If we say, well, whatever enough, we're out of a job. Well, that's and by true. job, I mean podcast. You're right. That we do for free. <laughs> I mean, you know, some of this has import, but some of it just... You're right, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, get to, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll we need review more... Spider-Man 3 whenever, when it comes out. Yeah, whatever In the year. future, yeah. Would you, you're saying we need more hard-hitting, kind of, like, controversial, like, decision-making? Yeah. Be right. like, damn it, bring back Maguire, or whatever. Bring him back. Who's that's, Maguire? That's Tobey Maguire. Oh, right. You already forgot. Yeah. Um, I thought it was some sort of medical drama. Yeah, it is. It's a TV show, Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that's my official stance. Bring back Mark Maguire. Disgraced baseball player maybe not disgraced i don't know i can't remember baseball player yeah is he def- is he definitely a baseball player no okay anyway yeah okay spider-man news great Yawn. kingpin has been cast mason in the daredevil TV okay, yeah, series cool. all right ready for this yes vincent d'onofrio wait yes hang on oh criminal intent criminal intent okay uh, men in black yeah, yeah. yeah i yeah. mean he's not like Kingpin is comically large because he is a comic book character. Right, I got right. my hands right up. You can He's see. right up, yeah. Yeah, um, but you can't really... Like you were the Y in YMCA. <laughs> exactly. But you can't do that, though, can you? Obviously. And I think Kingpin is supposed to be also very menacing, and it's hard to get somebody, we've said this before, who is legitimately giant and can act. Yeah, and I think the Kingpin, like in the comic books, is very th- is threatening because he's so huge. Mm. But a guy who's that huge in real life lo- sort of looks like one of those things that you push over and they spring back up again straight away. You know a fridge? I mean? Yeah, fridge. <laughs> a real threatening fridge. On yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's just a wall, isn't yeah. he, really? Mm. And he's big enough, so... Yeah, yeah, D'Onofrio works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got that intensity. He does. Mm. I think he'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And he's played a villain before. Mm. And he played that crazy guy in that movie about Vietnam War. Hot Shots 2. Yep, that's fine. All right. Now, Mason. Yes? Rumoured lineup for DC films has mm-hmm. been released. Okay. I doubt... How far that- into the future does this go? Uh, it starts in... Oh, what do you mean by that? Like how? Is it, does it go to like 2020? 2016 or? to 2018. Okay. there's a lot of movies jammed in here. All right. Which makes me think it's probably not true. No, or, because how many how many did he, movies did DC release a year? Like one. One every three years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, no, really, it is one every huh. three. Oh, no. Well, Green wait, Lantern. Green Lantern was 2011. Man of Steel was 2013. The next one's 2016. Okay, right. So, yeah. Um, really packing them in. Here we go. Catwoman, 2007, possibly. Maybe six or four. Four? Yeah. Doesn't matter. No. Um, here's the rumoured lineup. Shazam, July 2016. Okay, I'm on board. Sandman, Christmas 2016. Thanks. Justice League. Sure. Uh, May 2017. Wonder Woman, July 2017. Flash Green Lantern team up, Xmas 2017. And then Man of Steel 2 in May 2018. Wow, they're packing them in. Yeah. Good luck to them. What do you think about that? I don't think they can do that. Even the order of this doesn't seem to make sense. For example, why would you go Justice League 2017, then Wonder Woman July 2017? Mm. Like a few months later. If anything, you'd go Wonder Woman, if this was true. Right. If anything, you'd go Wonder Woman first, then Justice League, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who, most people I would would go, well, I saw Wonder Woman in another one, I'm not going to see one like two months later. 
Yeah, but unless, maybe the script for Justice League is really, really good and she's a really strong character in it. Mm. And yeah, I, I, I would have a certain amount of faith that maybe she's a really strong character in it and you, you read that script and you go, oh, I want to know more about this character. Oh, yeah. So let's, point. yeah. Okay. But I think they've made a wise, if this is true, they've made a wise choice and maybe flash Green Lantern yeah, up. Because maybe they can't, they can't. Green Lantern certainly nobody will trust him to carry Not a film now. anymore. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that's a great idea. I, I love mm. the idea of team ups, and I think Marvel should do it as well. Why not do a Captain America Iron Man movie? Yeah, yeah. Or a or a Wolverine Sandman Spider Man villain movie. <laughs> Absolutely. How about um, Iron Man? Because everybody loves Iron Man, Hulk. Yeah. Team them up, science buddies. Sure. Science friends. Science friends. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so would you say if you had to choose, would you say this is true, partially true, or not true at all? Uh, true Detective. Yeah, I like True Detective. That was a, that was a good series, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to season two. <laughs> Me too. Uh look. If they, if it's possible that they've seen Marvel pump out, you know, a couple of movies a year, and they're like, well, yeah. we've got to, we've got to beat that. Yeah. So maybe they can ramp it up, but I don't know. If it's all through. I don't know. Do they have the resources to do that? Who knows? Well, also, somebody made the point that a lot of things that DC are putting out, are not DC, sorry, Warner Brothers are putting out, aren't hitting as well as they'd like. Uh-huh. What was that? It was Jack the Giant Slayer Warner Brothers? I think it was. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Let's just assume that it was. But like that, uh, Pacific Rim, you know, did okay, but yep. not, not incredibly well. Godzilla did well, but apparently it had like a massive second week drop off in the US. Okay. Like, like bigger than a lot. And apparently it's like the, the biggest movie the the biggest opening to not reach two hundred million, so it hasn't reached two hundred million yet. Like it had like a seventy three million dollar first week, and, and it's then, assumed that I will get to two hundred million really quickly. Yeah, but it hasn't. It okay, did not. Huh. So yeah, or oh, not yet as of yet. So yeah, all right. I think it could be partially true. But do you think it might be one of those cases where the the Flash TV series is better than the Flash Green Lantern movie? <laughs> it could it be might that. be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, why why it it'd be stupid of them not to work that those things together? Right, right. But I guess because the guy's not a big t- uh, film star, they wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it. But speaking of big film stars, Mason, oh, I love talking about big film stars. <laughs> Celebrities are better than us. Well, this guy this guy's actually a TV star, soon to be film star. Well, he's done a bit a few films. Jason Momoa, they say, is definitely Aquaman. He's kind of alluded to play, playing a big role in a DC movie of late uh-huh. and whatever, but Jason Momoa, you've seen him in Game of Thrones, probably not because you haven't seen it. I've, no, I saw him. I've seen the, once again, I've seen the first three episodes of season one, <laughs> and he was in all of them. He sure was. Uh, yeah, they, they said that he is Aquaman. Loves hitting it from the back. <laughs> he does. Inappropriate. <laughs> Very inappropriate. Just for this podcast. Yeah. Whatever, do whatever you want in your private life. It's fine. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, would you be okay with that? A yeah. blonde Jason Momoa? Yeah, totally. They'd yeah. blonde him up, wouldn't they? They'd blonde him up. They'd yeah. blonde him up, blonde him down? Yep. I mean, down. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Fish scale pants. Be great. Yes, okay, I'm right. on board. Yeah, love it. Cool. All right. Well, that's happy days for everybody, isn't it? Yep. Mm. I guess we're on to the main topic of this week, Mason, which is me drinking this water first. Fantastic. Bloody hot in here. I shouldn't have put the heater on before. Mm. Do you see the Fault in Our Stars? No. Me neither. Great. Did you see How to Train Your Dragon, Get to It, Dragon? No, no. Me neither. Great. Did you see Kill Bill when it came out? Yes, I did. Yeah, enjoyed that. Think? Which Good is better? Uh, you mean one or two, or Kill Bill versus those movies I haven't seen? <laughs> Kill Bill versus one or two. Uh, I preferred one. I preferred two. Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> yes, it is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information 
in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. All right, Dr. Strange Mason. Uh-huh. I thought you would have had some sort of Dr. Strange news. And then no. you could segue in. No, just, no, wow. Not this week. Wow. <laughs> I thought there would be. Yeah. So we'll do Dr. Strange. Next week, Mason, guess Crush what we're doing. Crush those gears. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, guess what we're doing. I'm ready to hear about this. We're going to do Transformers movies next okay. week in preparation for. So I have to watch three all the way through again? No, you don't have to watch any of them because right. I'm, I'm certainly not going to. Fantastic. I've seen them. Yep. We'll talk about them, uh-huh. including the uh, 80s one. Yeah. And then... You we'll... got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Anyway. Who is that that did that? Stan Bush. They won a journey, didn't they? I Yeah, I'd it imagine so. Like I were... think music at that point had evolved where most bands sounded like Journey for yeah. like that period in the 80s. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm. Great time. Fantastic. Great time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Not really. All right. Crunching gears into Doctor Strange, Mason. Ugh. This is the first. We're gonna go through the. Uh, uh, we're gonna go through the history of Doctor Strange in particular, like powers, villains, abilities, whatevs, you know. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Facial hair, all that. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, I thought maybe we can start off by saying he is the first Marvel cinematic character who's purely magic based. Right. That we've seen. Not that Asgardians are magic based, but as we've said, they're a mi- they're a mixture of magic and science. And also Thor. His powers don't all stem from the hammer because he's like pretty tough regardless. Yeah, he's a, t- he's a tough alien guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Although we we don't really know what the rules of magic in the Marvel universe are like as a whole. No, like because we know for especially from Thor: The Dark World, the Asgardians' magic. They say they have magic, but it's just technology that is sort of uh, it's so advanced that we can't perceive it as any different from magic. Yeah. Right, but presumably at some point in their past they had the technology and moved forward and mm. sort of entered into their, their world of physics. Yeah, yeah. And so now they, they can use it without thinking about it. Yeah. But it might be the case that that is how magic works in the Marvel Universe sort of overall. Like okay. it might be like Stranger's powers might be this similar thing. Like you crack open the org of Agamotto and it's yes. just filled with wires. Yeah, exactly. It's filled with <laughs> capacitors. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think this is. I think for this movie, I think they're going to go entirely magical. Okay. I don't think they're going to say there's a mixture of science and magic in this. I think he's going to be just magic. Okay, that's what I think. Because right, right. the way the Guardians of the Galaxy takes this into space, yeah, this yeah. whole thing, uh-huh. this whole. I was going to say convoluted. It's not convoluted. They've done it kind of well the way they've slowly introduced all these elements, mm-hmm. and then this will introduce magic and different dimensions and weird space creatures, right, and right. Or dimensional beings and whatever. Uh-huh. That's what I think, anyway. I think maybe it'll be a case of um, there are these, you know, upper planar beings, these magical types, mm. who have sort of left kind of loopholes, like loopholes in the world, in the realm of physics. Like, I think that's kind of how Thor's magic works. Okay. And maybe, like, he he finds ways to tap into those, you know, those ah. loopholes in the laws of physics, maybe. I don't know. Can he shoot stuff? Yeah, he can shoot stuff. Okay, good. Then as long as he can shoot. Yeah, as as he can shoot raise, can... zaps, raise out of his hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar with the Doctor Strange origin, Strange Correct. origin. Yeah. Obviously, were you a yeah. fan of Doctor Strange at all? Intermittently, yeah. Sure. Uh, I've, I've, when we get to what you read, and I've got a couple of classics. All our, right, our famous segment to what you read and what you're gonna read. Very famous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Intermittently, uh, I during the '90s there was a revival of Def- the Defenders, which was his sort of. Mm. Superhero team, not team, and I was a fan of that. Are you talking about the Defenders of the Earth, the TV show? With no, Mandrake the Magician. No, we've had this discussion multiple <laughs> times. 
So many times. Just a quick question on Mandrake the Magician. Yes. He's not actually magic, is he? Like, he's no, like illusions it's hypnosis, and tricks. It's hypnosis, and... okay, I think, yeah, mostly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. What a but, but it didn't stop him, like, you know, using hypnosis to fix a car tire or whatever. What does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I think the Defenders of the Earth Mandrake may have actually been magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, mm. we're just like the same way that the Phantom in that had the strength of ten tigers. Yeah. Which makes fuck all sense. Correct. Because he doesn't really I have that. I think maybe maybe Mandrake could, you know, blast a, a you know soldier or whatever with his magic wand or whatever. I think yeah. what it was, he would just cast an illusion that's what he was doing, and he'd just shoot him with a gun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Get away with murder. Yeah, it's <laughs> magic. Your, law, your human laws don't apply to me. <laughs> Uh, so basically, basically, his origin. Yes. Do you want me to go through his origin? Let's Even though do it. I know you know it. Let's do it line by line. line okay, by you do a line. <laughs> My God, I'm a good surgeon. Give me some cash. I'm a real prick. <laughs> Is that him also? Yeah, that's him as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people can't tell us apart. So I don't yeah, know yeah, it matter, matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so but- I sure hope I don't drink and drive tonight. Oh, who cares? <laughs> No, that's his. He's a surgeon. He's a neurosurgeon. He's a neurosurgeon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the best neurosurgeon. He like burnt through medical school in a big way. Uh-huh. Uh, made made waves in the industry. People loved him. They're like, this guy's like a prodigy. He's basically Doogie Howser. He's Doogie Howser. I was going to say he's a cross between yeah Doogie Howser and Tony Stark. Okay, really. sure, that works. Would you Would you agree with that? Yes. So from that, it kind of his skills made him arrogant, mm-hmm. which was often the case with people with lots of skills. I'm trying to think of someone with lots of skills. Corey Feldman, great actor. Sure. Too arrogant. <laughs> John McEnroe, tennis player. <laughs> Very skilled. Arrogant. <laughs> Arrogant. Uh, Mark McGuire, baseball player. Drug scandal in 2010. I was right. <laughs> Mark Hoppus, Blink-182. <laughs> I was trying to pull the name of the guy in the lead singer of Sugar Ray, but I couldn't get it. So oh, uh, Mark McGrath. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arrogant. So, yeah, when he was young, his sister died, uh, was, was drowned. Mark McGrath. No wonder yeah, he's in Sugar Ray. Yeah, his life very much parallels that of Dr. Strange. It's right. quite odd. But yeah, his sister died. His mother died. So this kind of, all this work worked towards him, like closing off his heart kind oh, of thing. Oh, I see. Do you know what I mean? And after his father died, he, he couldn't attend the funeral because it would, it would break him up too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was, it, was, it was too totes and mosh for him. Yeah, totes and mosh. And his brother came to his house to confront him. and like, you should have come to my our father's funeral or whatever. After an argument, his brother ran into the street and was killed by a car. Oh. Right. I think a lot of this has been added. It is. Back absolutely. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I, should... I remember the original, the origin story, because yeah. I, re- I read a reprint of Tales of Suspense back in the day, and it's just like, I'm a cre- I'm the best. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Firing guns in the air. And he just, he just gets into his car, like with a bottle of Jack in his hand. Just, Woo! And then he just, anyway, continue. <laughs> I meant to say that at the start. Basically, this origin story does vary across multiple yeah, whatever. Because he's a B character. He's a B character, yeah, yeah. He's a B. He's and a giant B. He's a beekeeper. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> So, yeah, so he basically that his focus was on material things and being a great surgeon, whatever. He'd turn people away because they didn't have the money or the insurance or for whatever. He was all... Oh, in- that might come in. Maybe. In this one. <laughs> we'll see. You know, American healthcare, you know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bloody Obamacare or good from Obamacare. Probably that. Probably yeah. the latter, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, Mason, don't worry, though. All these things, it, it all goes well for Stephen Strange. Nothing more bad can happen to him, oh, except cool. for that thing about the horrific car accident that he has. Right. In the version, <laughs> in the version that I read this week, the, a, a kind of retconned kind of version, uh-huh. he just has, it just says he has a car accident. Right. There's no drink drive involved in it. Yeah, but in yeah. the 60s, that, that was they're just like, It was whatever. assumed, yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. drink it and drive it, man. And in that, he was in this horrific car accident. He was fine, eventually, but his hands 
smashed to pieces. Right. Right. And they, they barely managed to save them, but because of the way they are pieced back together, he's got extensive nerve damage and mm-hmm. his fingers are all bent out of shape or whatever. He had, as I said in the video, which is on my YouTube thing, he had like beautiful George Costanza hands. Oh, sure. Yeah. He was, he could have been a hand model. <laughs> That's right. Uh, smashed to pieces. So he still had the use of his hands, but not, he, right. he couldn't be a surgeon. Which I think tells me, if anything, mm. magic doesn't require a lot of dexterity. No, well, that's the thing. But you always see him doing little hand gestures yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's always but... throwing up some metal horns. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. So yeah, he didn't want to, um, he didn't want to be a consultant, like a medical consultant uh-huh. or a teacher or anything. So he, cause he, it was beneath him. Right. You know, which I can understand. Mm, so, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So he, if uh, you got, if you got the gu- guitar shredding skills of Mark McGrath, you know, you don't want to. <laughs> You don't want to go back. So he traveled the world basically exhausting his fortune and drinking, trying to find a, a remedy, like an mm. alternative remedy to, to fix his hands. He tried acupuncture. He tried that one where they dilute the medicine in lots of water and it, you're just drinking water. <laughs> What's that called again? Homeopathy. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. But he heard. He um, tried that thing where they heat up their cups and they put the hot <laughs> cups on your back and you're left with weird big big dots on your back. Have you ever done any of those? No, nah, ridiculous. I've always wanted to do acupuncture. Well, do it then, you chicken. <laughs> I got some knitting needles over there. Don't ask why. Why did you? I was, I was about to, Don't. but you cut me off. Yeah. Um, then we heard rumors of someone called the Ancient One, mm. someone of untold power. Ooh. So he said, not being a, mal- a believer in magic or anything like that, but he was at his his um his last kind of legs. Yep. If you were. Mm. If you, if you Certainly were. his last hands. <laughs> you only get one set of those. That's right. Look after your hands, kids. Always. Mm. Actually, you can smash one of them. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like if you like for a bet or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he just went for to, a goof, just to see what it's like. Just just to be the coolest guy in your in your friendship group. Correct. Yeah. So he goes to this remote Tibetan uh, palace, and the ancient one was like, "No, I don't want to. I'm not going to cure you. I can, but I won't." Ooh. Because he was un- he knew who he was. He'd been monitoring for him for years, mm. knowing that he could have eventually taken over the ancient one as the sorcerer supreme. Got saw the potential in him. Saw the potential. Saw his midichlorians. That's right. Saw them all. So Magiclorians. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, basically uh Midispellians. Midispell oh that's good. Yeah. Midispellians. They'll bring that in, won't they? Oh, Marvel owned Disney and Disney owned Marvel and Correct, yeah. Star Wars, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah. So Strange initially said, No, look, I don't I don't care about this crap. I don't believe mm-hmm. in magic and you're a dickhead. So <laughs> essentially. So but another student of uh, the ancient one, Mordo, Ooh. who turned out to be a major villain of his who... With a name like Mordo, <laughs> surely not. Um, they launched an attack on the Ancient One. Yep, yeah. And this is, you know, and whatever, whatever. Um, and stopped Stephen Strange from saying anything by binding him from mentioning it to the Ancient One. Invisible magic mask. Exactly. Yep. And then Strange went to tell the guy, but he, the Ancient One, but he couldn't. Mm-hmm. But he said, listen, I want to stay and train with you because I'm impressed by magic now for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. And then the Ancient One revealed that, hey... I knew this guy was betraying me all along. He removed the, the magic mask or whatever. Uh-huh. He's like, now you're stuck here, you dickhead. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, you said you would. So basically he trained in the, um, in, 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 source, in the sorcery's ways. Sorcery ways? Yeah. In real saucy ways. In so many saucy ways. Burlesque. <laughs> that's the one with the big feather bowers? Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And basically he became his, uh, his greatest student. And after several years of... Of hanging around doing magic, he left and just hanging out, just hanging out. Set up the sanctum sanctorium, sanctorium. yeah, sanctorium. Close enough, yeah. 
And uh, and eventually he became the Sorcerer Supreme. He took that over. Mm. And he, you know, led him to many team-ups with many famous heroes, including Thor and Spider-Man and whatever. Him and Spider-Man are good mates, aren't they, for some reason? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. You know what it, it, it is? You know what it is? Because the Sanctum Sanctum has that sweet skylight. Ah. And I think Spider-Man can just swing at any time and be like, sweet. hey, Doc, what's going on? <laughs> also, they can call him Doc. Spider-Man <laughs> loves calling somebody Doc. He does. Especially if they're an actual Doc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like it ironically. He probably would do it ironically. Un- ironically and ironically. I've started doing stuff like that I did or- originally ironically. Now I just do it unironically. Okay, it's cool. broken my brain. Like calling people bro. <laughs> used to do that. Like imagine if I was the kind of guy who called you bro and now I do it. <laughs> I just do it. So yeah, yeah. He, he didn't uh, He didn't initially want to be kind of a superhero. He fought a lot of his battles in secret. Uh-huh. Because it's all magic, so he can just do that wherever. On yeah. a plane of existence. I don't fucking know. But so... In like a, like a van, like a windowless van. You just open it up. You're like, quick, come in here. We're going to fight a battle. Come on. <laughs> Close the van. So yeah, there you go. Is there anything I've kind of missed about his origin? I mean, I want to move on to powers in a minute, but what? no, that, that's pretty much. Nothing you want to add? Did we emphasize that in some versions he was drunk when he got in the car accident? We definitely did mention that. Yes, good. Don't drink and drive, kids. Nope. Yeah. Uh apparently he was inspired by Chandu the magician, which was some sort of radio. Okay, cool. Some sort of radio show uh, in the 1930s. I thought you were going to say radio magician. Because I would have been <laughs> like, I definitely made this rabbit disappear. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's no way for you to tell, but just believe in magic, everybody. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Are you a fan of magic-based superheroes? Are you going to say I'm a fan of radio plays? I, I am. a fan of radio plays? I know you are, actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, magic-based superheroes. Yes, as long as the rules are kind of... Consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which they aren't really with Doctor Strange, yeah. but he's not, you know... It's all about being. It's it's all about confidence. It is ultimately. a lot about confidence and like pure of heart and yeah yeah yeah. And also, it's you know what they they talk a big talk about magic and whatever. Mostly, it's just him shooting energy beams, which most superheroes do anyway. So it doesn't matter. Ultimately, <laughs> That's does right. It. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. But as far as his, his his magic goes, Mason, he's got a lot. Oh, actually, you mentioned what was it? Something before. I mentioned a lot of things though. To be remember. fair, I'll come back to it if okay. I remember. It. Anyway, uh, so he gets a lot of his powers. He, he draws from um. Off of planar beings, like extra dimensional right. beings. The Vishanti? He swipes them. He, he does. He swipes them. And they're cool with that. Sometimes, though, they're not cool with it. But Correct. he doesn't anyway. But the main ones he draws from, would you say the Vishanti? Is that where I got that? Uh, right? Sure. The yeah, fault. Yeah. I can do this off the top of my head. The Faultine. Flames of the Faultine. The Watum. Winds, winds of Watum. <laughs> you love that one? Cytorak. The Crimson Bands of Cytorak, which Cytorak is the... Uh, is that the Green Bands? No, they're Crimson, they're crimson. They? <laughs> I just said that with my words. Uh, the, the Gem of Cytorak is the... Uh, is the Artifact that gave the juggernaut his powers. Ah, yeah. so that's Ciderac. Why he's messing around? <laughs> Bloody Ciderac. Yeah, <laughs> sick of his shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The juggernaut's not just a guy, isn't he? Mm. Like a big guy. Mm. Mm. I used to. Uh, we're talking about his powers. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange's powers. He's got all. He's got all the, the bolts of Balthac or whatever. And I, I had uh, back in the day. I had they produced some Marvel Choose Your Own Adventure novels. Okay. I don't think they were official choose your own adventure novels, but right. they were kind of, and it was, you know, it'd be a case of like, these, you wrote these, didn't you? I wrote them in my, in my backyard, yes. <laughs> and there'd be, you know, there'd be some sort of high tech bank robbery going on and mm. be like, do you want to use the Crimson Bands of Cytorak? Go to this page. Do you want to use the Winds of Watum? You go to this page. Blah, 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 blah. And you'd pick one and you'd just be like, you use it and it doesn't work and they zap you with a gun and you die. <laughs> Like it was one of you know I hated choose your own adventure. <laughs> Me too. It like made no sense. Yeah. Like there was never a clue in no, that page no. of what the best option would be. It'd be like, you know, what option would you use? Bearing in mind they're at the edge of a cliff and if it was real windy, they'd fall off. Do you want to use the winds of Watum? <laughs> yes I do. Right? That would make sense. But it yeah. doesn't. There's never there was never any clues. A lot of them are like that. It'd be like, Do you want to go through the trap door or the door? And you're like, Well, I'll go through the door, and then like the door slams shut on your head and kills you. Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know, because if you don't leave your thumb in the last page, you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Cloak of Levitation. Yeah. Orb of Agamotto, which we saw in Thor. It's actually yeah. The orb. wait was, not, it, was no, it? it's the orb. It's not the eye. Okay, right, yeah, right. yeah. Well, the eye of Agamotto can do all sorts of stuff. Like um, it can like stop and reverse time if it needs to, and like shoot beams and and whatever. It's like his main thing. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. say, or well, one of his main things. The Cape of Levitation is kind of like I liken it to. The carpet from Aladdin, <laughs> like it's sort of a little bit sentient. Yeah, huh? like it's kind of alluded to, and he can control it with his mind. It's Spawn's or cape from Spawn. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, and the orb- do you think he'll have a sweet, really terrible CGI cape in this movie? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I wonder where they're going to go with the costume actually, because there's a few variations of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to go full goofy, high collar kind of cape. I think they might. I hope they. I do. think they can. Wo- I think that could work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love it. Yeah, but when they do Thor, they did Thor, right? Didn't they? Yeah, yeah. he looks ridiculous. Yes. In the comics. Yeah, yeah. And in the movies. <laughs> nice, no, great. Um, also, the yeah, the Orb of Agamotto lets him, like, peer into other dimensions and, like, mm. perceive if there's any threats and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's got other things like the the Book of uh, Vishanti, which has got a whole lot of, like, white magic spells that are, like, secret and whatever. But he also uses, like, dark magic and, and all that kind of mm. stuff when he needs to. A lot of it's, like, incantations and hand movements, isn't it? Yeah. So if you, like, bind his hands... Or break them or in break a car accident. <laughs> then, yeah, that he... Um, then that can that can stop him from doing what he what he can mm. do. Though sometimes it appears that he can just kind of magic things just without saying anything or doing anything. And other times it's like it's very well. That's magic for you, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's whatever. Right. It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But Mason, without magic, he's not without his skills. Martial artist. Yes, mm. I was going to say surgeon, but not really. Not really. He broke his head. <laughs> Though he can do. He probably sur- can prescribe some stuff. Yeah, write your prescription for something. Maybe. That's right. Yeah. So he sent. Actually, he did. He probably writes a lot of prescriptions for Xanax and stuff to all the other superheroes. <laughs> well, like, he did. I'm under a lot of stress, Doc. <laughs> I mean, I know you're a surgeon, but yeah, whatever. Just give me some. Just give me some Valium. He did. He did some back alley stuff, actually, some medical stuff before he went to Tibet. Oh, like he did a bit of that. So. But yeah, he's also, he can do surgery with the aid of magic. Uh-huh. And he has consulted before. Okay. Afterwards. But yeah, martial arts. He trained when he was in Tibet as well. He, he trained as well. Doing uh-huh. the, sure. the kicking and punching. Sure. Um, cause he can. Probably still, not good on his hands. No, but he can. He hand. can though, but he just doesn't have the dexterity. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like. As you said, something like he couldn't beat, say, Iron Fist right, right, right. In, in, a, in a fight mm-hmm. because he's the best at fighting. So. He's one of the best. One of the best. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But he's also assisted by um, Wong, you know, his monk, his yeah, personal he, assistant monk. His monk mate. His monk mate, yeah, who also he trains with as well. Uh-huh. Who's a, he's a very skilled martial artist and he's always like, get me the thing, monk mate. And then he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But he says it nicely. He does say it nice. He's lost some of his arrogance. Yeah, since. that's it. Well, that's the thing. Because a lot of the items that he uses and a lot of the spells that you use or whatever, you have to be pure of heart to use them. Mm. And he has achieved that over the years of Good on him. pretending to be a nice guy. Sure. <laughs> no, but he is a nice guy. That's the whole point of him, I guess. Mm. And the other thing is his age, Mason. You know, a lot of characters, they kind of retcon their age. Yeah, yeah. Like, so but, he's a teen sorcerer or whatever. Exactly. So, like, you know... um. Iron Man couldn't really be born in the 1930s or, right. or whatever. Uh-huh. Punisher Max, we've talked about before, though, he actually is as old he's as... He's still a Vietnam War veteran, yeah. yeah. But he's... Because he won a deal with death, or he, um, that he's now ageless, uh-huh. and he can live for an extended period of time. He's also immune to, like, diseases and stuff. Uh-huh. You can still, like, hit him with an axe. Oh, sure. And, like, and it will still, you know, if it, if it breaks through his whatever, uh-huh. then you can kill him. Sure. But, but if that axe has, you know... 
herpes on it he'll be fine <laughs> yeah that's right so yeah he's actually is so he was born in like 1930 or the early 1930s huh which is pretty cool i think that means he was a really good surgeon in the 60s but does that really matter now oh really we, <laughs> i think we could, I be, could be. yeah exactly we could be surgeon in the 60s just chop a man open pour some whiskey in there one for him one for you <laughs> fiddle some stuff around did they live who knows who cares yeah, yeah. like you pay yeah, that's you know? it you got anything else on his powers that um, uh, worth not really. mentioning? He's sort of been responsible for, like he, he's had he's, they've they've written him as uh, kind of responsible for a, some of the most significant magic goings on in the Marvel universe, like that you, we sort of forget. Like in the in the fifties and sixties, you couldn't put vampires in a comic book, yeah, because of the the uh, Comics Code Authority. Like it was, oh, okay. like it was against the. Okay, so that's right. They had that weird code, didn't they? Yeah, in the yeah. nineteen, in the sort of the mid nineteen fifties, there was this guy called Frederick Wortham, and he and he wrote a book called Seduction of the Innocent. He was like the biggest asshole. Yeah, he was the biggest <laughs> asshole, and basically he said, "Look, you know, uh, teen uh, delinquency is on the rise, and that's because of comic books." And he did all sorts of like he made all these examples, and his and like some some of the comic books in the back in the day were kind of they were a bit much. Yeah, well, they kind of started really grim, like Batman started really grim, yeah, and yeah. then went campy, yeah, probably yeah, as a result of the show yeah, as well. But, but there was, like, um, Bill Gaines, who created, like, Mad Magazine, yeah. also created, like, a lot of kind of Tales from the Crypt kind of things, yeah. and there were a lot of, you know, women being murdered for no reason and all that sort of stuff. And, like, in many ways, it was kind of good that a lot of those were done away with, but this thing went really, really far. Like, yeah. Uh, the, so nobody in a position of authority could be shown to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a cop could never turn out to be a bad guy or uh, like a judge okay. or like a, you know, whatever. Because uh, you're a bloody communist if you say it. Yeah, exactly. That right? That's right. Or, you know, at the end of an issue, the good guys always had to win. Yeah. So it was really difficult to have a multi, like a multi-issue story arc uh, because you okay. couldn't have, you couldn't have the, the bad guys, you know, on top at the end of one issue because that would break the rules. Of the yeah. Thing. So, but then it sort of went sort of, really so it went super far like and for whatever reason you know in you know wanted murder and whatever was was gone but it, they'd also got rid of stuff like there would be no no ghosts no ghouls no werewolves no vampires like just in case kids looked at this thing and were like i want to become a vampire <laughs> and it went to the point where so uh there's this guy marv wolfman who created who later who many years later created blade the character mm. of blade uh the vampire hunter yeah is that you know in the 80s they 70s and 80s, they brought it back. Did they even get rid of the rule, or did people just go, just start, start ignoring it? Because uh, I know they were kind of, they tried to like appease them for a while, then they just went kind of like. Yeah, ele- elements of it, like the, the Commerce Code Authority still exists, but nobody has to abide. Like it's yeah. sort of voluntary. Nobody yeah. really has to abide to it. So I think they just started ignoring it after a while. So yeah, Marvel Wolfman created Blade many years later, mm. but during the time of the Comics Code Authority, he was like, I'm going to, you know, I, I wrote this story. And let's publish this story. And they got a complaint about it. Uh, it was, you know, it was some spooky story, tales of mystery kind of story. Yeah. And they got a complaint from the Commerce Code Authority. You have to, you have to, you know, reprint this. You can't because he got a cover credit in it, and his name's Marv Wolfman, and it's spelled Wolfman, and you can't have the the word Wolfman <laughs> in a comic book because that's against the rules. That's so, ridiculous. So it went too far. Yeah. But anyway, so um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Stephen Strange. They they got they worked around this by saying, well, they the reason that there aren't any vampires in the Marvel universe is because Stephen Strange got rid of them all. Oh, he cast okay. a spell which sort of eliminated them all from the universe. Yeah, and then eventually when he his sanctum was destroyed, mm. like in the I want to say in the mid to late seventies, sure. and the spell that like so when the when the rule came back and they're like we we're we're just going to put vampires in now. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just have his sanctum be destroyed. 
and the spell that that stopped that happening is now gone. And so oh, vampires start appearing. Okay, again. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, comics in history. Yeah, yeah. Do you think some of that though? I mean, it, it sucks all that stuff yeah, happened, yeah. but do you think it, it, it in it encourages creativity? In I a think way, it did putting actually. Limits yeah. on things. I think I think weirdness it, it certainly. You know, I think maybe comic books were getting a bit stale at that point. Yeah. And I think my... Because if you do look at comic books from the 50s... I have a, I have a compilation that's like the best of DC stories from the 50s. Mm. And some of them are terrible, sure. But some of them are super creative. And we did get a lot of just yeah. wild stuff in there. Okay, so, cool. You know, it, you know, swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts, yeah. sure. Oh, also, the Marvel Universe couldn't have the Mafia because it was, you know, considered, uh, you know... What's the Mafia? It's organized crime. You can't have them So involved. is that where, like, your kingpin come from? Yeah, well, like... they were part of the Magia. So they just moved the letters over. They moved one letter over. <laughs> yeah, because the, the Commerce Code Authority was essentially lawyers. Yeah. And you could beat them by doing kind of loopholes and lawyery yeah, yeah. stuff. They're That's... like, well, it doesn't specifically say mafia, so I guess they're Jam not. It. Yeah, but um, the Commerce Code Authority, like, it's it suffered a blow in the 70s because Marvel put a... They released a, a, a Spider-Man story where Spider-Man, like, got drugged. Like he took, there was a story about drugs, okay. and, it was, and it was about the evils of drugs. Yeah, you know, and but the Comics Code Authority said, no, you can't, you can't put this out. And they're like, but it's against drugs. And they're like, well, you can't say drugs. And they published it anyway. And so I kind of, you know, awesome. Yeah. So there you go. That's Marvel, very cool. progressive. Yeah, yeah, day. good for them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Doctor Strange. Well, yeah, just I guess so. His powers, he can pretty much do anything. Like he can banish beings to another dimension. Yep. He can fly. He can teleport. He can read minds. He can change into something else. He oh. can. He can do Not a bloody that. good surgeon, though. <laughs> it's too late for him. So, yeah, yeah. Anything really magic, anything he wants to do, he kind of like, uh-huh. he kind of can do. And he's one of the most powerful sorcerers. You know, he probably is the most powerful sorcerer. He's the sorcerer supreme of yeah, the Earth Dimension. That's it. Sure, but he's, he's probably not, he's not the most powerful being, though. No. no. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody better. Mandrake the Magician. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> good. He's got weaknesses, though, Mason. Uh-huh. Number one I've got here. Arrogance. Ar- yeah, sure. Number two, well, number one, arrogance. Number two, getting bashed. Sure. <laughs> In the sense that if he drops his magical guard, yeah. you can still hit him He's really hard. He's just a guy. He's just sure. a man. He's yeah. just a regular man. And a classic example of this during World War Hulk. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Eric Banner. Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Banner lured him close by changing back to human form. Uh-huh. And because they're kind of friends and whatever. And yeah. Stephen Strange is one of the people responsible for sending the Hulk into, into space initially Whoops. to get rid of him. And they're having this kind of heart to heart, and he, Bruce Banner reaches out, grabs his hands, changes into the changes into the Hulk, and just crushes his hands again, like re breaks them. Wow, man, it's pretty great. Yeah, sure. And from that, Stephen Strange like drinks a potion where he gets like, um, like this demon entity kind of comes into his body, and he gets uh-huh. like mace hands, and he goes uh-huh. after the Hulk and like beats him up or whatever. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. That sounds fun. But yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, yeah also like um, magic attacks from other sorcerers obviously can can damage him. Or any kind of magical attack. And also magical items. There's a story which I read this week where somebody, just a regular kind of cat burglar guy, has the gun that Hitler shot himself with. And because it's got so much bad kind of negative energy and whatever Uh around it, that bullet can penetrate his defenses. Sure. And he's shot. Because it's a bad vibes gun. It's a bad vibes gun. Also, because he can astral project, like he can project his his form somewhere else. Not Uh physically, like obviously that's the the point of it. His body Uh is then susceptible to... You can just walk up and like step on his balls and stuff. Absolutely, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Do you think? Do you think Doctor Strange and Professor X have ever met in the astral plane and had like a slap fight? <laughs> I assume so. Yes. 
<laughs> I do think so. Yeah. Yes, that would be amazing. And then in the meantime, in the meantime, like Wong and all the like the kids at the Xavier School have just drawn dicks on their face. <laughs> safe to assume. Safe to assume. Yeah, yeah. Any other weaknesses you can think of? Nah. Also, like it's going to be tricky, sort of honing that all that magical ability yeah. down into a character who is not completely invulnerable all the time. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's going to be an origin story. So maybe they'll make it a confidence thing. Sure. Like in Green Lantern, where he didn't have enough confidence, but then he did, did have, have enough, enough confidence. confidence. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, there's a Marvel character called Gladiator. I don't know if you're familiar. Are going to say there was a Marvel character called Confidence? confidence. Yeah. <laughs> no powers. He's just really confident. <laughs> yeah. He gets he gets places. But he's called Gladiator. He's an alien. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of purple hair mohawk. And he's like Superman, except his powers wax and wane depending on how confident he feels. Okay. So there you go. Can he be real non-confident? Yeah, but he's still pretty super. Okay, cool. He's not confident. Okay, yet. good for him. Yeah. Nice guy? Not really. Kind of a prick. <laughs> Villains Mason. Yes. He's got a few. Okay. I mean, as as with the Marvel Universe, everybody tangles with everybody at some point. Sure, sure. Like he's tangled with like Loki and Doctor Doom and Magneto and blah, blah, blah. Also, apparently he's more susceptible to like science-based opponents. Oh, okay. Because sure. just like magic can't replicate... No, sorry. Just like science can't replicate magic, magic can't replicate science. So Ooh. any scientific discovery. So he can't like... Say conjure up a, a cure for whatever. Sure, you know the flu or whatever. Sure, yeah. So yeah, that herpes axe he was hit with earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah. But his main ones are probably, as we've mentioned, uh, Mordo, who's yep. a former um, sorcerer supreme apprentice, who's got a whole lot of magic and stuff. Uh huh. They don't get along. They're not no. friends. They both got beards. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just like a green version of him. I he's guess. no, he's, he's stockier. Certainly. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. point. Better hands as well. Sure, I'd imagine. <laughs> Great hands. Took all those hand modeling contracts. <laughs> that was a bit of pill to swallow. They swapped Dr. careers. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dormammu. Dormammu. Yeah, that's Dormammu, it. Yeah. Exactly. From the Dark Dimension. Yeah, mm. he's uh, he's one of the most powerful beings, isn't that right? In the Marvel universe, he's. I think he's the Sorcerer Supreme of the other dimension, okay, the Dark cool. Dimension, where he lives, or he was. So he's got a niece called Clea. Yeah. Who is Doctor Strange's kind of love interest? Yeah. Over the, de- over the decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, that's his niece, even though the fact that she is a beautiful woman and he is a man with a firehead. Isn't it? She sometimes his sister as well. Potentially, sure. Yeah. I think it's Nice <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah. There's a few others, though, like Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, I remember pretty Nightmare. much like the Freddy Krueger of yeah. Marvel. Mm-hmm. He gets in your dreams and whatever. Blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Who cares? Um, doesn't molest you, though. Great. Like Freddy Krueger. That's all I want. That's <laughs> yeah. all I want in a villain, really. <laughs> Rob uh, all the banks you want. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Thanos, he's, he's beat up against okay, as, yeah. as well. There's a lot of, actually, if you type in like uh, Thanos and Stephen Strange into Google, there's a lot of like who would win between them. And a lot of the time, it's just that Thanos would, would, would obliterate him, uh-huh. especially if he had the Infinity Gauntlet. Sure. That's, that, that's one of the times that they met was due to that, when Thanos was trying to get hold of that and and whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's got a whole lot of villains, as I mentioned in my video as well. I did a Stephen Strange video, by the way. Great. Um, does he have that many villains, though? Like, no, he doesn't have a Spider-Man level got, of villains. No, he doesn't. But a lot of them, though, he's got a lot, but they're not. they're like... One-offs? Hard to pronounce and one. Oh right, okay. So you just gave up. It's like it's the it's the Magamadu from the bloody blood dimension or sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. You know, he infiltrates whatever and blech, all that kind of gear. Uh-huh. He's been around. Oh, any other villains you can think of of note? Dexterity. I was going to say I was trying to think of something to do with dexterity. <laughs> yeah, like threading a needle. Yeah, sure. It's his ultimate villain. <laughs> oh no! Went to the side. Oh, went to the other side. Oh, forget it. <laughs> Wong! Thread this needle for me. I've got to sew a button back on. 
He's appeared in various things, Mason, over the years. I remember. Sure. Yeah, like uh, the Spider-Man cartoon. cartoon. Spider-Man cartoons. He's, it was in the Ultimate Spider-Man one, and mm-hmm. the 90s one. He's been in that Incredible Hulk one. Um, a whole bunch of other stuff. He's been in video games. A lot of time, though, he's not playable, especially in the earlier games. Yeah, yeah. Because people wouldn't know who he is. Like, he appears in some Spider-Man video games as, like, a, he's just kind of there. Do you know what sure, I mean? Like, yeah. you go to him and he's like, be the best Spider-Man or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I haven't played sure. it. He was in Ultimate Alliance, but everybody was in Ultimate Correct, Alliance. Correct, yeah. Clear so. was in Ultimate Alliance. Oh, really? Yeah. Did not know that. No, she was in, like, when you go to the, you go to the Sanctum Sanctorum, like, set, whatever thing, yeah. and she's there. She's like, hey, Doctor Strange. And he's like. Shut up. Hey, baby. What's going on, baby? <laughs> he's also, uh, he's, he's recently, on the past few years, he's had a kind of love interest with the, the night nurse. Huh. They're getting it on. Yeah, nice. You know nice. it. Um, oh, he's also in, he's in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yes, exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a copy of that. You got a copy of that? Somewhere. Cool. Yeah. I've got it on PS Vita. Well, well. <laughs> you were the person who bought the PS Vita. I was that guy, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the very little, oh yeah, we should talk about E3. Not really. Um, did you see anything from it that you liked? Batman looks good. Uh, yep, okay. That's all the comic book stuff, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mortal Kombat's coming back. Yeah, yeah. It's a game called Evolve, which looked very good. Oh, yeah. It's not out till October. Xbox One. Xbox One and PS4. Oh, is it? Mm. That, those are the guys who did the one about the zombies. Wasn't it? Like that, one, that one video game about that zombies. That one. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> no, yeah, Left 4 Dead. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, oh, that's PS4 as well, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And PC, okay. yeah. All, all, all cool. the formats. It was also in, there was a mo- movie in 1997, an uh, animated movie, which I haven't seen. Apparently it's okay. Uh-huh. Good, not great. It's called uh, Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Hmm. It's like his origin story. Okay. And he had a 1978 telly movie. Oh, I was going to talk about that. That's on YouTube. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I watched like a minute of it. I, I watched like, maybe four minutes of I it. can't watch it. Yeah. It's... Okay. Except it's got Jessica Walter in it. Who Young is? Jessica Walter. She was, she's Lucille Bluth in Arrested Development. Ah. She's also the voice of Mallory Archer in Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Stone Fox back in the day. Yeah. In 78. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's great. Well, what's but yeah, that? I watched, okay, so I watched. Did some, you watch it when you were a kid? No, I just watched, I watched it today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just thought you might have watched it before. No, it's, mm. so it's on YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube. Mm. It's about an hour and a half long. Mm. And I, so I watched the first about five minutes. And then I sort of scrubbed through it. Yeah. I reckon nothing magical happens for about 50 minutes, <laughs> at least. I got to about 50 and he's like tumbling through a dimensional portal. <laughs> it's pretty great. Anyway, I'm going to watch. That's part of my watch you reading for this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, give it a crack just to see if it's any good. But he's got a sweet fro and he's got a sweet mo. He does. Yeah. He certainly does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they've, they've tried to uh, adapt this since like the mid-80s. Like, Wes Craven was, was attached okay, at one yep, point. Sure. He would have probably made a good like 1980s kind of Doctor Strange. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, David S. Goya during the 90s. Okay. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Would have like, been a good one, sure. It would have been good as well. Definitely the third one of those I'd like to see out of all of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there have been attempts to make him before, but now that he's with Marvel and, and whatever, because the rights have kind of been passed around, he's hopefully in good hands, Mason. I hope so. Because in this upcoming movie, the, we've, they've alluded to Doctor Strange before Agent. Uh, there is the orb of Agamotto. Well, they alluded to him in Spider-Man Two. Did they? Yeah. When? They're like, they're like, we need a because Doctor Octopus appears. Yeah. And they're like, we need a, we need a character. Oh, we need a, we need right. a name for the, you know, uh, Jay, Jay Jonah Jameson says, hey, we need a name for this guy. How about this? How about Doctor Whatever? How about Doctor Strange? He's like, I love it, but it's taken. <laughs> yeah. So, good point. Well, I think yeah, Abby Arad actually, I read that he was trying to make it at one point. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um. I was going to say, I can't remember. But yeah, also he's name dropped in The Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The agent who, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, the agent who 
what's his name? Sitwell, Agent yep. Sitwell. He's rambling off a list of names of potential dangerous people to Hydra, and one of them he mentions is Stephen Strange. Strange. Yeah, they don't say whether he's a he's still a surgeon or whatever at that point, yeah. but he probably is. I'd imagine it's probably because he's just a dangerous drunk driver. <laughs> We have to eliminate him before he crashes into an orphanage or something. Break his bloody hands. That'll shut him up. Yeah, but also in the comics, he's in possession of the soul gem, which is, of course, part of the Infinity Gauntlet. So that that could probably tie in that way. Yeah, Because this is going to be a Phase 3 movie, so Phase 3 will end with the Avengers 3, which will will probably end up with the Infinity Gauntlet. Sure, sure. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. This is what we know so far, though, about the movie, Mason. Uh Director Scott Derrickson, who did Insidious, we talked about this last week, he's taken it on. Um, some of the rumored actors who are said to be in talks with Marvel or ha- Marvel or have talked to them, uh, Benny C, Benedict Cumberbatch, you're a okay, fan. Yep, sure. I know you're a massive fan of all of these. Thomas Hardy. Okay, sure. And Jared Leto. <laughs> Old mate Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, hang on, give me, I, I looked up a list of, uh, Doctor Strange casting choices. Hang on. I got some more here. If okay. you're inter- interested. Yeah, sure. Oh, um, Hugh Laurie. People suggested Hugh Laurie. But also, I think... Because he's a doctor. Because he's, he's a doctor. He's an arrogant doctor. Exactly, yeah. but I think people would just be like, this is house with magic. Well, like, I think that people will feel like, way about Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, Because he's good like, point. he's just an arrogant guy who knows a lot. So, yeah. Uh, That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I think... See, but again, I think this is how Hollywood works. Yeah. They're just like, okay, well, we need an arrogant guy. Cumberbatch, we need an arrogant doctor. Oh, it's Hugh Laurie. We need just a handsome guy. So Tom Hardy, you know, kind of thing. We need Jared Leto. Jared Leto, because yeah. he's all kind of weird. He's got that's the weird it. eye makeup. That's Somebody said, people have said Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Oh, yeah. The rest of the world, I mean, Joe, Will that would Arnett. be pretty cool. Because, you know, they're It'd be saying, too comical, though, wouldn't well, it? Well, they're saying, well, Paul Rudd. Exactly. He's a comedic to... actor, and they're going to which I assume Ant-Man is going to be largely yeah. comedic. Um, but they got a comedic guy, so I'm thinking they won't get him. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah. And also because jo- because Will Arnett was Job, the yes. magician or illusionist in Arrested Development, I don't think people will take that seriously. I'd like to see that. He's got a great, dark, uh, dramatic voice. Yeah, he does. But I think that would be ridiculous. So Hugh Laurie, there we go. Johnny Depp, people have said Johnny don't Depp. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Somebody said... Uh, on Twitter, and I cannot remember who it was, but uh, Oded Fair, who yeah, you, you may recognize as this guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, I think that's a really good choice. He's um, in the Mummy. Um, he's in the Mummy. Uh, the mummy he's in. He's in the Resident Evil films. The one in the desert. The one set in the desert. Is he not in all of them? He's in some. Yeah, he's of in them. a couple of them. Great, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's but good. He's got the good look here. This this photo we've got here. He's got the great the temples. Yep. He's got a nice. He's got a nice full beard, which you could transform into any configuration imaginable. You want a mustache? You got a mustache. You want a goatee? You got a goatee. I don't think they're going to goatee him, no, simply probably... because of Tony Stark. Correct. Yeah, they'll have to do some kind of other variation on. Beard. I think they'll mustache him. Yeah, they probably will. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, mustaches are in now, aren't they? See, look at that. I'm covering the mustache. Looks great. It does look great. Yeah. Even from this angle. Sure. Patrick Dempsey apparently. There we go. Yeah, he, okay. he was into it, but I don't think he's that charismatic. Or interesting. Not I think really, he's kind no. of bland. He's kind, yeah. Nothing you know. against him. What I just don't think he's that interesting. Well, the, yeah, because he's in. He's the Doctor in Grey's Anatomy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and he's he's been in a lot of kind of made of honor generic. Yeah. But what? You know, it's just a thing, isn't it? It's not. A, it's... He's part of that famous '80s Brat Pack. Oh yes. None of which have been successful. Huh. Well, let me think. Emilio Estevez. Let's yeah. get Emilio Estevez as Doctor Strange. Sure. Apparently, he's really, really short. Okay. He doesn't look really short, no, though. No. What about Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen, uh, yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. Uh, He's arrogant, certainly. Did you watch 24? No. I, I once compared it to... No, I once said it's that show that your racist dad likes. Right, sure. It's just about beating up, you know... Minorities. And... Yeah, that's it. I'm that sure guy... it's not all of it. But whatever episodes I've seen, he's always beaten up a minority. 
I haven't seen a lot of it. Why did you bring show. this up? Kiefer Sutherland is part I was, of the Brat Pack. Oh, I thought you were going to say the show 24 could be cast as Doctor Strange. Yeah, the whole entire show. The whole cast. Whoever the current president is in that show, maybe he's been assassinated. There's been like eight presidents yep, since that sure. show started. But yeah. Um, just alternate just alternate actors from that as Doctor Strange in every different scene. That's right. One scene, it's Kiefer. One scene, it's Mary Lynn Rice Cub. One scene, it's Buddy Bar, you know. So it's Peter Weller. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dormammu. Dormammu? It's yep. hard to say. Um, they're saying it's not that hard. To nah, say. uh, they're saying maybe Ron Perlman. That's a rumor. Okay, Dormammu doesn't really have a face though. No, so he's like really a flamey kind, he's, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And uh, Baron Mordo, I like this one. John Rhys Davies, Ben yeah, like okay. Beckham. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though he would be also a good Doctor Strange. Indiana Jones films. No, you're thinking of John Rhys Mayers. No, you're thinking of that's John Rhys Davies. Is it? Yeah. Jonathan Reese Myers is a completely different guy. Oh my goodness. You idiot. I've done a real thing you've here. You've done a real, you've done a real thing. You know what? I remember putting that in and I go, I remember thinking, I hope I got the wrong, the right John Rise Mayers. I hope I got the right John Mayer. A friend of mine met John Mayer once. How'd that go? Said he was a real dickhead. Fantastic. <laughs> yep, you're right. I apologize. Yep. yep, that's Jonathan Reese Myers. He's that guy who's in things. Yep. So who's, who's right here? I can't. You, you, you this you're guy. right. Okay. Yes. They want Jonathan Reese davies yes. as Mordo. Okay, cool. No, what? Yeah. Is that... What did I say? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Let's edit this out or leave it in. The handsome young guy, they right. want him. Okay. Basically. All right. He's in like Tudors and whatever yeah, with yeah, Henry okay, Cavill. Right. They want that guy. Yeah, they want that guy. Because if we're talking short and stocky and kind of evil looking, yeah. Jonathan Reese davies <laughs> But he's not From really... Indiana Jones films and the TV show Sliders. And The Hobbit. Not yeah. The Hobbit, the other ones. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Hobbit. That would be great, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, some other names that have been thrown up. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, okay. Yep. John Hammington. He's not very... Yep. Well, John he has Hammington. to be American, doesn't he? Or well, not necessarily. Yeah, but... but he, he has to have an American accent. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen can probably do that. Probably, yeah. But he's, does he strike you as... He struck me with a cricket bat once. <laughs> That's, that sounds like Mikkelsen. <laughs> I think he needs to be arrogant and unlikable initially. Yeah. But he needs to have a certain... Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, he needs to have a certain je ne sais quoi, obviously. <laughs> but a certain fun charisma kind of thing. Because like, yeah. if they want to replace... Eventually, they're going to have to replace Iron Man, right? Yeah. I think they want they want to replace him with something quite similar. Yeah. And I'd say that you probably need... I don't think Mickelson... Mickelson ain't got it. He ain't, he ain't fun and charming. He's no. charming, but he's charming in a terrifying way. Yeah, good point. Mm. John Hamm. Yep, like on board. Uh, Justin Thoreau, who actually had a hand in writing Iron Man 2. And Tropic Thunder. Oh, did he? Yep. Ben Stiller directed that. Yeah, ben but had Justin Thoreau wrote it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, he's got some skills, that guy. Uh, Hugh Laurie, we've mentioned before. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Skeet Ulrich, the That's... poor man's Johnny Depp. Is that a trick? No, that can't <laughs> No, no, be this right. is, this is, these are rumours, by the way. Okay. I didn't pull these names out of nowhere. But I like this last one, Jim Caviezel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I've got, a, I've got a couple here that... Um... Oh, Justin Thoreau. See, I've not really looked at Justin Thoreau ever yeah. as a person, but he, yeah, he can carry that off. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. What about um this? Um, Maganitri Putri, who uh, you pronounced his name right the other week, he yes. wrote in. I did not, and he said, he said that basically that you won and I get nothing. Fantastic. Which is fair. Yeah. What do <laughs> um, I get as the winner? Uh, you get the glory. Fantastic. You get glory. to. Oh no, you get all this stuff when he dies. Yes. Okay. Now he says he thinks Pedral Pascal from Game of Thrones would be a better choice. I think we've got enough white people in the MCU, and I strongly believe that we, as a society, are ready for a coloured superhero lead. I know Blade was a thing, but come on, that was like 10 years ago, and Catwoman never happened. He's right. But also, he's forgetting about Steel. 
So yeah, I mean, come but on. yeah, I'm racist. Now you don't watch Game of Thrones, but he's no, he's but I'm great. At this guy here, okay, yep, and he can pull off all sorts of accents. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. Good. And I like him. He's got a bit of a shadow of a mustache here, so that could be. He that could. He could. Totally he could, he could yeah. mustache it up. Yeah. Yeah. So. And actually, if you look him up, one of the image options is uh, Odette Fair. So yeah. yeah okay. Totally works. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I got one here that I thought would be good as well, maybe. Okay, I'm if, ready. If you slim down a little bit, um, Eric Banner. Were they going to give him another superhero chance? Well, they they do occasionally. I don't think they would, but I, I think he'd be really good in that. Also, the thing about Eric Banner is he needs to make a good movie because he's a good actor, but he's never made a good movie. <laughs> We're talking about those four. Chopper's fine, whatever. Uh-huh. People, some people like the Hulk sure. and whatever. But is when, you, when are you ever like, oh, that's the great Eric Banner movie? Correct, you're right. There isn't one, mm. except maybe Chopper. Right. Yeah. Which I don't think is that good. You got any names, though, that you think could do uh, it? No, Justin Throw looked pretty good. Uh... Oh, yeah, Jim, you mentioned Jim Cavizio. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, that would totally work, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, he's charming. He is. Mm. Nearly Superman at one point. Nearly Superman at one point turned down like a billion dollars to do a series of Jesus-themed films, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Bloody hell. I know, right? He did that one Jesus film, didn't he? He did, yeah. But I think they were like, "Look, you could, you could be on the, you could be on the Jesus gravy train forever at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you just want to." But uh, apparently, that kind of he said that kind of um, shot down his career a little bit, like yeah, it kind yeah. of closed off a lot of doors in Hollywood for him. That's what we on call the role. Jesus curse. Everybody since Jesus has had it. Is that right? Is yeah, that what you're that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other names, Mason? You like to throw up? No, nope, that's it. All right then. Yep. Great stuff. Any of those names would be fine, or none of them, right? I think all of those would be perfectly acceptable. But right. I'm leaning towards Odette Fair, I think. That oh, would be cool. my pick. All yeah. right. Yeah. It's time for Mason. What? What we read and what we're going to read. I thought you were spacing out the words then. No. Just went, what? We read and what we're going to read. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> all right. I've got a few things okay, related to Doctor Strange. Uh-huh, sure. Do you have a few things related to Doctor Strange? I'm going to start with, if you want to. I don't know how, if you can find it, if it's on Comixology or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want a sweet dose of the 90s, I do. you should look up Midnight Suns, oh, which yeah. is the extreme 90s. Back when everything was extreme. Doctor Strange was extreme. Hang on. You want to you see what... How many belt buckles did he have? So many belt buckles. You want to see what he looked like back in the 90s? How many the guns mid-90s? did he carry? So many guns, but there he is. Look at that. Wow. Is that a helmet? It's like a, like a full face mask. You can't see his face. He's all... <laughs> Weird colours. He's fight. He's with Bla- hanging out with Blade, hanging out with uh, Morbius. Oh wow! He was, yeah, he was in the Midnight Suns, which was sort of like like a very loose coalition of like super extreme nineties kind of uh, sort of demonic and magical guys. Ghost Rider was in it. Oh, yeah. It was the extreme nineties Ghost Rider. The even more extreme, an even more extreme Ghost Rider. Yeah. Look at look at this. Look, they got swords. They got guns. Like big guns. A series of flaming motorcycles. <laughs> look at this point. It's bloody. It's bloody extreme 90s Ghost Rider teaming up with Johnny Blaze, the original Ghost Rider, except he's become more extreme. He's got a bionic eye. <laughs> so extreme he is. This guy in a trench coat is clearly some sort of bloody Constantine ripoff. There's a woman. How about that? <laughs> There's a woman. Yeah. That is extreme. Pretty extreme. There's Morbius. Oh, oh they... pretty great. Anyway, look up the Midnight Suns. That'd right. be pretty great. That sounds great. Oh, and if you want something that isn't terrible, um, <laughs> there was a, a, a Doctor Strange miniseries from... Uh, the late 90s, I think. It was called Flight of Bones. Okay. Uh, and it was like a four-issue miniseries. And it's more... It's kind of... There isn't a huge amount of action. It's more Doctor Strange's detective kind of thing. Is it more hot than not? Yeah, it's more hot than not, certainly. Good. I hope it's called Flight of Bones. It's been a long time. Maybe it's called uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah. So you think, um, yeah, go download Flight of the Concords. Uh, Australia's own. Flight yes, that's right. 
But uh, Flight of Bones, anyway, uh, and it's by the all the arts by Tony Harris, who's a um, who's a Starman. He did the, a lot of illustrations on Starman, a lot of other stuff, and it's it's. Molto, st- it's Molto Bene. It, it, so it's, uh, they'd come out of the extreme 90s era at that point. They that had, right? yeah. The, oh, we're, we're at the very tail end. Great. That's good. What do you think people would define this era of comics as? Like events, probably. Probably like, a lot the of big events. event! Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There's always the big event. I got one here from a few years ago. Hang mate. on, let's check out. Here's, oh. here's, a, here's a Flight of Bones cover. How good is this? That does look cool. That's a good, and that's, that's all the interior art looks like that as well. That's Fantastic. another thing about, isn't Doctor Strange has some incredible artwork. Like uh-huh. even like a lot of the earlier stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people, you know, will cite, you know, Sandman as kind of super crazy surreal art, mm. but I think the origin of crazy surreal art was Doctor was Steve Ditko's work on Doctor Strange back in the day, yeah. And also, Pablo Picasso once drank like four liters of paint and just threw up. Huh. So that pretty, I think is actually the origin. That's probably the origin <laughs> of kind of some surreal stuff. You're right. Yeah, I got here uh, Doctor Strange: The Oath. This is from a couple years ago. Oh yeah, okay, I remember. It's that a one. really, it's a really good, um, you know, shortish kind of kind of a run it starts with him being shot and taken into the er uh-huh. and and basically he's in his astral projection form he's he's over his body kind of like assisting the night nurse and kind of uh-huh. you know well she doesn't really need his assistance but um you know kind of being there and explaining what what has happened because he's been shot with that hitler's gun remember what oh, yeah, I talked about hitler's gun. Sure, yeah, yeah. and also at the same time um there's this cure for cancer which well, what he thinks is just a cure for cancer which has been taken from his sanctorum room Mm-hmm. And he's about he has to get that back for the sake of a good friend of his, I won't say who, and possibly for the sake of all mankind. And it's really good because it shows all his skills, not just because he's injured for the entire run of it. It shows not just his magic abilities, but at the end he sh- it shows off his martial arts stuff as well. Uh-huh, sure. And just kind of the, the kind of person that he is. Not being a, a massive Doctor Strange reader, you can just, which I'm not, mm-hmm. you, I just jump straight into this and it immediately makes sense. And it's, it's, a, it's a really good read. Doctor Strange, The Oath. It's available, Mason, where all good comics are found. The internet. Yes. Great. <laughs> Got another one, though. Okay, I'm You're ready. You're familiar with season one, right? All those Marvel season ones. Yes, I am, yep. They're not all good, are they? No. A lot of them, they're generally considered that the art's pretty amazing, but they're often more not than hot. Correct. That's what they say. But the Doctor Strange season one is really good, hmm. and it takes it right back to his origin, uh-huh. and, and it's it's very much focused on his early days of how he gets to the monastery, not the monastery, sorry, the Tibetan palace, uh-huh. and how he, he earns he earns the right to be good in his heart and whatever, uh-huh, whatever. Sure. And he's going along with another apprentice of um uh, the ancient one or whatever, and they're both kind of learning lessons from each other. Because uh-huh. his skill is he's he's really good at remembering incantations uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. But, but not so good at ima- imagining and remembering issues of the heart. <laughs> That's so, right, exactly. But the other much. guy's the other way around, where he's not as learned as Doctor Strange, but he is more kind of, mystical and magical kind of does that kind of make sense yeah, yeah. i guess oh, this is not yeah this is good it's got a kind of a stylized art kind yeah of. it's re- is it, you're talking about season one yeah yeah, yeah it's really great it's, it's got really beautiful art so i'd say definitely check that one out if hmm. you are interested in it or don't don't yeah <laughs> you've fine. done a perfectly amazing summary of it so just maybe listen to that over and over again now there's one also i wanted to download but i couldn't find it so i think i'm going to have to rip it for free like i tried to get off comiXology it's not there uh-huh uh, because it's only been printed like sporadically since. You can get a hard copy of it though. Uh-huh. It's called Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Triumph and Torment. Huh, and okay. basically, I can read you the synopsis if you want. Oh, so I haven't read this yet. This is what we're going to read or what sure. I'm going to read. Every Midsummer's Eve, Doctor Doom does battle with the powers of hell for his mother's soul. And each year, the struggle ends in a stalemate. Uh-huh. You're familiar with that? Yeah. When Doom wins a boom, a boon, 
from Strange, <laughs> a favour that cannot be denied. He enlists the Sorcerer Supreme's aid in a fight with Mephisto to win back his mother's everlasting soul once and for all. So it's just Doom and Strange just like blasting magic in hell. Teaming up. Yeah. That sounds Doesn't that great. sound amazing? That sounds but amazing. I haven't read it, yeah. so I'm probably just going to download a free copy of it from like BitTorrent or whatever, but... Or maybe I'll get a hard copy, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds like a crazy buddy comedy. Yeah, and it's from the 80s. In a hell. <laughs> a hell buddy comedy. Why haven't there been more of those? <laughs> Who said this week that we're like a depressing buddy comedy? <laughs> Somebody on Twitter. <laughs> One of our old mates on Twitter, probably. Uh, that's amazing. Mm. Letters this week, though, Mason. I'm ready. We have some letters. This is from um, Edward Holtz. Uh-huh. He says, as an American, Mason. Yes, I'm thank shocked. you. I am an American. <laughs> I'm shocked. Oh, wait, he is. Okay. Yes, he is. I'm shocked and sickened by Mason's alleged inability to watch 40 hours of Game of Thrones in a week. You can ask, you can ask American to do that and he'll be all like, forget about it. I'll knock that out in a weekend and still have eight hours left for a nap. This is what makes American gra- America great. We know the real meaning of the word marathon. What do you think of that, Mason? Well, if I knew anything about like actual marathons that make a sweet reference to some sort of American losing a marathon. Keep your electrolytes up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Gel uh, packs for energy. He's probably right though. <laughs> I don't. I don't have time. Uh, I don't. I, I understand. Got, I got stuff to do. You're now. a working man. Yeah. Working nine to five. Race car driver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He also says... One drag race after another. <laughs> he also says, do you think they're going to go uh, full costume for Doctor Strange or X-Men leather style? We talked about this. Briefly. I reckon it's full costume. Yeah, me too. It's going to be it's going to be thoughts. Like if they can do Loki. Yeah. And that that totally works. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I think they can do full oh, costume. Cool. Yeah. Now Mason, remember last week we threw out open to everybody. We said, look, if you want to be the official whatever you can be. Uh-huh. We got a lot of responses Fantastic. To that. All right. So I'm going to read these out. out. That's yep. right. I'm going to read these out for this week, but we probably won't do it again cuz we'll okay. just be able to just be naming people. But all these people, and if you email in and say, I'm the official this, you are that. Great. You don't need to ask. Unless you it's are. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like official gun smuggler or whatever. No, <laughs> we're not on board with that. No. Uh, Grenos- Unless you can get us some sweet guns. Yeah, that's fine then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Grenos Evolution says, he's the official Deadpool. Officiated. <laughs> Brian Clark says, Rocket Racer. Officiated. Justin Rocket Hay- Racer. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Skateboard. That's anyway. what he said. Yeah, because yeah. uh, he does some skateboarding. Justin Hayden, who yeah, he got through. He's a cop now. He's official cop. And wow. he's got the baby. Him is he Stephanie. official cop or is he official something else? He's official cop, but he's also official police officer slash future blown up and put back together Robocop. Officiated. <laughs> Seth Zelinsky, as a full grown man who has yet to, yet to surpass five foot seven in height and around 130 LBS in weight, that I am the official pre serum Steve Rogers. Officiated. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like that guy. Um, Andy. White Luke Cage. Oh, officiated. <laughs> uh, Alexander Dimmick, Captain Britain. Oh, official Captain Britain, officiated. That's yeah, pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jack C, the official beard of the official Nick Mason of the official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. I'm confused, but officiated. <laughs> Elliot Burford, since the listeners are essentially going, uh, forming a weird, slightly less physical fit version of the Avengers, I'm going to go ahead and take Hawkeye. Oh, officiated, sure. And last one. Just uh, sitting on the couch, just firing arrows. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a real good shot. He just opens his windows. Just... <laughs> uh, Noah Olberding, he says, official junior editor of the Weekly Planet podcast, Balls in Your Court, James. That son of a bitch. 
Officiated. Ha 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 ha. Can I be the official Noah old birding of the podcast? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. Nice. This is a real Freaky Friday situation. <laughs> it sure is. You guys are going to learn a lot about each other, you we know? Sure. Are. You're going to not be so hard on each other anymore because yeah. you know how tough you both got it. You're all officiated, everyone. If you can think of something, you're that thing. Yep. Unless somebody else is it. But then you've got to fight it out. Yeah. Mm. Whoever gets punched in the balls first. To Even correct. if you're a woman, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. This is from Luke Malloy Mason. I'm ready. He said, would you, and I think this is directed at you because you came up with this. Would you be okay with me stealing the name Jake Chisel for one of my comic book characters? I have a character who is a stuck yes! up. Yes! <laughs> okay, continue. I have a character who is a stuck up generic superhero and I think that Chisel is a perfect name for this glorious asshole. I'm on board. Let's cool. do that. All yeah. right. Officiated. Officiated. <laughs> um, this is from Andrew Richardson. He says, he's from Dublin. He says, I'm wondering, are you guys fans of Spawn? I've heard you mention the movie once or twice, but never the comics. I've never read a single Spawn comic in my life. I read like the first, like 20 maybe. Oh yeah. I enjoyed it at the time. Sure. Yeah. I, um, I played the game on Super Nintendo. Boy, that was complicated. Wasn't it? You there was the cliff and you were a weird blob. And you also had like, there were heaps of special moves, but you couldn't like choose from a menu or whatever. You had to use, a, it was like a weird fighting game button combination. You could yeah, never yeah. do any of the moves, but you had like 50 moves. So it was like a Mortal Kombat style game, but... So it was, it was a like a side scroller, yeah. but with a Mortal Kombat thing. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Incredibly terrible. But yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the movie when it came out, but I'm sure in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. So Mason, Spawn, yeah. hot or not hot? Uh, I'd say hot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, so I, I, read, I read a lot of the early ones. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, boy, that story just kept going, didn't it? <laughs> that was at a time when they said that Image Comics kind of like made, put too much emphasis on artists and storytelling. Correct, yes. So... People say that was a bad time for comics as well, but you know, some good stuff came out of it, I'm sure. Mm. Like that extreme Sorcerer Supreme thing. Oh boy. <laughs> Stephen Strange in a helmet riding a flaming motorcycle with a gun or whatever <laughs> nonsense that was. Well, maybe we, you can, could you recommend some Spawn to read? Those ones you read, I guess. No. I really couldn't. <laughs> no, I can't. No. See, that, there's no, no storyline stands out. Ah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, listeners who enjoy Spawn. <laughs> Now, Mason. I do remember the animated series. I remember being pretty good. I never saw that. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this. You know what? Take a punt. Watch. Go on YouTube and look at see if there's any clips of anything. Watch some of that. If you like it, download it. I don't know. Gotcha. Thanks, Andrew. This is from Isaiah Agojo. Mm-hmm. I think he may have cracked the code. I want okay. you to bear in mind. I'm not going to shout it. This all may. This email is in all caps. Okay. okay. Sure. Yep. I demand a shout out. I must be given a shout-out because I deserve one. I'm about to get married. I also have a baby who is the official Weekly Planet podcast baby from now until the end of his or her babyhood. I'm also six months old, making me the youngest Weekly Planet (laughs) podcast listener. And my birthday is tomorrow, so I must be given a shout-out. That's all caps, as I mentioned. Sincerely, Isaiah. What else has he got going on, though? That's the question. <laughs> I think he's cracked the code. You no, know, I think he's nailed all of it. He's, yeah. he's like, look, individually, all that stuff's happened. But I mean, the chances of it all happening at once are pretty amazing, and I am on board with it. So shout out, sir. <laughs> I imagine he's like Neo standing in the corridor, and he can see the Matrix. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he just uh-huh. sees right through whatever this fucking uh-huh. show is. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Good man. Mm. Alright, Mason. So this week, uh, as I mentioned, I got a Doctor Strange video up. You could check out if you wanted to. But if you've listened to this and you haven't seen the video, you don't really need to go back. This no. is like an extended version of that. Uh-huh. So yeah, but it's got, you know, if you want to see some sweet, strange artwork, then yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely check it out. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our, uh, lovely people who make the, the theme songs. The Brute and the Basilisk. The Brute sure. and the Basilisk. You know it. And last yeah. week, we didn't give out our emails and stuff and details. Oh. But not that it matters because we still got stuff. But yeah, yeah, totally. I guess it's important to do that. Um, if you want to contact us, the best place is probably weeklyplanetpod at gmail. 
is where the emails go. Yep. Um, Twitter and Facebook. Correct. Those, the Twitter and Facebook, not so much because I only check them like once a week. But, uh, Mr. Sunday. I check them every second I'm awake, but I often don't have time to reply. <laughs> I'm obsessed at this point. Sure. Clickety click. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. On the not, weekly, the weekly, not the weekly planet one. I don't, oh, have, I don't have access to that. Don't you? No. I told you the password. Oh, whatever. Do you want to know it? Yeah. Tell us on air. <laughs> oh, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay, know. Right. Yeah. Mine is Mr. Sunday Movies mm. on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. Mine is at Wikipedia Brown. Um, uh, th- last week I was also on a radio show called The Talk Report, which yes, is kind of like know. an irreverent take on the some funny news stories yeah, around yeah. the world. I think I've tweeted uh, the the link to the podcast of that. So if you want to, if you're not sick of listening to me for I an am. hour this week, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> but you you have to you have to do the edit of this. So I'm right. not surprised. No, I did that. listen to it to it last week. You were really good. Thanks, buddy. So and I'm you shouted out this week. I did. I'm it? I'm on that with some uh, friends of the show. So. Uh, if you want to listen to that, uh, just follow, find it in my Twitter feed. We might, we, now that I remember what the po- the password is for the Weekly Planet one, I might put a link in there. Yeah, do Go so. Right on. Do it. Well, I can do it on mine as well, on my Twitter. Yeah. I'm actually busy. Oh, wow. I'm actually on the phone at the moment. It only, it only i got to take this. Oh, it's, oh. <laughs> That's the show for this week, Mason. Are you excited for Transformers next week? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I what guess a, so. What can we really I'm kind say? of excited about Transformers 4, I'll be honest with you. Sure. Based solely on the trailer, it looks like less of a mess than the other ones. Mm. Mark looks, Wahlberg's in it? Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. Looks can be deceiving, Mason. I they, know. They, they have gun face and dinosaurs, though. That's true. Where do you mm. go from here, though, Mason? Um, you go Unicron. You do, oh, you go Unicron, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Nice. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.